Thanks to BetterHelp for supporting the instance. For 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash instance and start living a better life today. Welcome back to a little show called The Instance, episode, oh, I didn't write it down, 653 is the episode that we are on right now. My name is Scott Johnson, and uh, welcome to The Instance, where the big topics in gaming go to rest with Garen, 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 Garen Weinzerpel. It's Garen Weinzerpel, everybody. Garen. Hello, Garen. Yes. Go ahead and Google it and don't find me. (laughs) I'm Garen Weinschnitzel, and we're going to be hanging out, uh, talking about Vigigorns. Vigigorns. Everyone loves a good Vigigorn. Yeah. Uh and uh the the missing uh juice yeah. carnival. There it is. You nailed it. Ju- juice carnival is my favorite mumble rapper, by oh, the way. Oh, he's so good. That's too bad though. What happened? Anyway. Yeah, yeah, got juice. <laughs> Uh, that's terrible. Uh, that's, I actually missed that is kind of terrible because the I, I forgot about Juice World for a hot second. That, now, that now dude, I feel bad. Like legitimately a legend. That guy uh, was cool, man. Too early. Went out way, way too early. Uh, well, anyway, we're not here too early. We're here right when we mean to, like a wizard and Lord of the Rings. And uh, we're happy to be here. Jocelyn's out this week. Uh, she had some stuff, but she'll be back next week. And uh, we are here keeping it real, making it happen. Yeah. As Shojo says in the chat room, let's roll, butthole. Let's roll, butthole. I like it. Let's get into it. Uh, Garrett has been a little obsessed, I would say, lately with uh, a game that let's call let's call it a spiritual successor. Like some people like to throw that around, spiritual successor to a little series known as Left for Dead, Left for One, Left for Dead One, and Left for Dead Two. Uh, <laughs> left one dead, left two dead, left, left two three dead. dead, left four dead. Exactly. And we never got a real yeah. sequel, as we know. Bla- uh, Steam or Steam. Well, Valve can't we count never got a, uh, We never got a real third one. We got a sequel. We got Left 4 Dead 2. Well, that's true. We got the one, but they never can count to three over there. We got Portal 2. No, we got that. We got yeah, Half-Life 2. They don't know how to do it. <laughs> they will take Half-Life 2 and then do Half-Life 2 Episode 1, Half-Life 2 Episode 2, and they will still not count to yeah, three. They can't do three. Three scares not them. Not happening. They're like they're afraid like, Yo, of it. Yeah. Nothing. One. Yeah. I went, I, one time, I, I actually just did this for fun to see if I could find it, but I was going to try to find if there was anything on Steam that was for sale or cost only $3 just to see if they're really, truly afraid of threes over at steam. Unfortunately, I, I found a bunch of $3 things and it's so, oh, did you actually, yeah. I actually did that. Yeah. Well, cause it's funny show content, not because it's actually weird, but you know, it'd have been funny if I couldn't find a category of $3, anything on there. Um, there are plenty of games that are threes, you know, the galactic civilization three, uh, Halo three, a bunch of threes are on that. Sh- on that, we're going to be here a long time if we're counting all the three. Yeah, games. we can't. We can't do that. If we count all the three games, we're never. We're never leaving. So instead, we're going to jump to this topic that deals directly with cooperative video game experiences and why mm. I think, and I think Garrett may agree with me, but I think we're experiencing a little bit of a unannounced renaissance of this kind of game, and. We'll get to what we mean by that because you could start to say, well, wait a minute, Scott, isn't an MMO a, a great big cooperative experience? And I would say, sure, there are elements in there and others it would can say be. it can be. Others would say, like, if you're going to play, I don't know, a battlefield game and it's the Germans versus the Russians, aren't the Russians all having a cooperative experience against the Germans? Sort of. Uh, it can be once again, but we're we're talking maybe a smaller scale than that. And I think that's what sets this apart and why it feels like we're having a moment here or why it's having a moment as a genre. So I don't know if there's anything cooler than taking down some sort of big bad with your friends. And we'll get into what games we like the most that are doing that these days. Um, but even if you're in a 25 man raid and you're taking down some huge boss or a little four man left for dead run or more appropriately these days back for blood. We'll get to that. Don't worry. Um, or Get your cards between. ready, everybody. <laughs> cards aren't just for Hearthstone. Nope. Cards. Cards. That's the other thing we could talk about one day. Cards as a mechanic for everything now, it feels like. Everything's got some kind of card tie-in. And I think that's weird. But that's not the topic today. Yeah, don't don't send me off on this, man, because I've already I'm already linking things. I'm already like, you know, there's a lot of systems that are basically card systems. They just don't use cards as a graphic. Right. But in right. the end of the day, it's really just modifier systems. All oh, right, let's table that. Man, table let's get that. back to co-op, yeah. which I've been enjoying. I've been enjoying a lot of co-op. I'm playing a ton of Back for Blood. Yeah. Uh, I'm mad as hell that uh, Halo Infinite is launching without co-op. Yeah, it's not. 
that's a weird thing too because since halo one halo combat evolved there has been co-op that was like a hallmark of the launch of that game and the fact that this doesn't have co-op at launch is very disappointing to a lot of players who probably their first exposure to even the concept of we're on this tv playing together in this campaign fulfilling the needs of this story and killing everything in sight that probably is halo for a whole generation of people it, it certainly is the one when you utter the words co-op, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Yeah. Um, like everyone if listening, if you are familiar with me yeah. and you know me through podcasting, other than the small handful of people I know in my personal life that also listen to this program, you probably know me as a blizzard guy. Yeah. Like I cut my teeth on blizzard products. It's what I'm known for. It's my successful podcasts. Right. Um, but I had a video game life long before uh, World of Warcraft and Starcraft and, and Hearthstone, and 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 Halo is some of my specifically co-op Halo is some of my fondest gaming memories. Who, like, would, you, who would you play with back then? Like, cause, you know what? Let's do this. Let's play this game. Uh, make us all feel old and tell me how old you were in two thousand and one or whatever it was. 2000. Uh, when, when did it come? When did when did Combat Evolve come out? Halo World One, one right? State. Combat Evolve. Uh, November fifteenth, two thousand and one. Okay, so I'm pretty sure I played it a little bit later than initial release, but um, yeah, because in November of two thousand one, I would have just started high school. Oh my lord! Yeah, yeah I would have been a freshman because I, <laughs> yeah, I got out of eighth grade early, like summer 2001. And then I started high school, August, 2001. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to say it was 2002 or 2003. Cause I'm pretty sure I could drive, but halo two wasn't out yet. Oh, that's um, a funny that dri- drive driving. And when you could drive is often a, a, a marker, isn't it? For when you it were really is those. in America, right? Cause yeah. like, unless you live in some very key cities, like public transportation kind of stinks. Yeah. Um, and I remember my parents were like, eh, the bus is scary we don't want you going on the bus yeah um so you know it depends on where you're at but uh, i i noticed that this is not a thing with my european friends yeah. they're not like oh yeah. it's not a cultural cultural touchstone for us the way it is for you yanks um yeah. but um yeah no i my i i lived out in the mid- middle of nowhere at that point now like an, until like my my early teens i was i was in the suburbs but once once i hit high school age i was living out kind of in the a rural area in, in in florida so i didn't really have quote unquote neighbors like most Normal Americans, uh, like, like, so the closest neighbor that went to my school that I was friends with, he was three miles down the straight country oh, road I lived lot. on. Yeah. So yeah, I, I remember like making friends with him, getting to know him and he had an Xbox. And, and so, yeah, one, one weekend, you know, we were, we were hanging out. It's, we were talking to school at lunch. He goes, Hey, you want to, you want to come over? We'll, we can, we can hang out, uh, and, and like play through halo. And you know, if it gets late, just crash at my place. Yeah. Um, our parents, parents know each other. They're, they're, they're cool. And so that's what I did. I went over and, and do, we, we stayed up till it, literally the sun came up playing oh, through halo one. I think on heroic difficulty, we didn't go like, I didn't, he didn't dump me in straight into legendary difficulty. Um, but like that, I still remember that. Like it was just, it was so much Mountain Dew and so many Doritos. It was the most absolutely quintessentially jokey, nerdy video game experience you could, you could, you could come up with. But, um, like I, I was absolutely floored. I was like, damn, this game's really good. And I was playing PC shooters up till that point. It's not like I didn't know a better world of mouse and keyboard. I, sure. I played Counter-Strike on a, on a, on a dial-up modem years oh, before that. Of course. Sure. Yeah. Same, um, same deal for me. It was like, you know, I cut my teeth on doom and quake and, and all that. And uh, there was something, well, in my opinion, Halo is the first shooter on consoles that figured out the control. It's just straight up. I think they, yeah. they're owed a gigantic, uh, uh, you know, Bungie and Microsoft are owed a huge, I don't know, point of gratitude or something for making that work. Because then, you know, everything that's come since your yearly Call of Duties and everything else, they control really well. Now, you could say, what about Goldeneye? And I would say, Goldeneye was cool. Don't get me wrong, but have you tried to control Goldeneye lately? It is weird as shit. It, it's not great. Yeah, it was good for its time. Goldeneye, that was a huge thing, and actually kind of ties into Halo co-op for me because Goldeneye was that that was another cultural touchstone for me because that was you know like right before high school. Yeah, it was like Goldeneye popping off, going crazy. 
what is it, sixth grade for me? Yeah. It'd probably been Goldeneye. Yeah. Like Goldeneye and Pokemon are very blurred together and it's so <laughs> hilarious that they were both Nintendo things. And it's like one was hyper violent and it was about murdering and the other was about cartoon animals that you essentially make do uh, chicken fights. Sure. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, Goldeneye was huge and, and, and it was a really good time. And that was kind of my first experience, like really, really bonded with my friends over a video game, but like you were so angry at each other Yeah. at the end of it, there was, it, it literally, and because all four of you had to be in the same room, it, you know, frequently led to like beating the crap out of your friend. Cause he was looking at your screen Yeah. Uh, or you're, or you just start smacking each other, trying to throw each other off. So, you know, when, when I had this first experience of like going over to my buddies and playing Halo, it was so weird because it was it was just friendly. It was like if you went to go see like a movie with your friend or you're, you're you know watching like your favorite show. With, like I remember going over watching South Park with my friends growing up. I remember going out to see, you know, the, the prequels when they were coming out, and it was like just a fun, friendly activity. Yeah. Um. And I never really had that in a video game. Yeah. Like with some few exceptions. If we want to get real crazy, I could probably trace it all the way back to beat 'em ups, like the Ninja Turtles arcade game. Oh sure. Like yeah. Street Fighter yeah. 2 for me was a thing that we'd stay up until ever to play. But again, yeah. those are competitive, mostly competitive type things. You're well, the beat 'em ups weren't, right? Well, like, that's you play true. Double Dragon, you play that's Ninja true. Turtles, you play the Simpsons arcade game. Like that was that was yeah, good point. friendly. Um you just get the only time you get annoyed there is if you died and your friend was still playing, you're like, Oh, I'm out of quarters. That sucks. Yeah. Um, or he took but, all the power ups or all the health balls and you were like, Gosh dang it, you bastard. Like some of that yeah, would but, happen. Yeah, for me as a millennial, like Goldeneye was the first big game that it was like, all right, we're gamers now. This is just what we do. This is our hobby. This is we identify with this. And then so to go from that, like post Goldeneye into Halo and be like, oh, I can I can play a game with my friend and I still like my friend at the end of <laughs> at the end of the night. Like yeah. Yeah. it was unique. Yeah, um, it was a unique experience. And yeah, so the fact me, that like, they're not going to include that as part of this launch is uh, to me borderline crazy now. It's not yeah. even possible. Well, is it just couch co-op they're not including or any online co-op? Is it just not there? Co-op will not be in the game at launch. That's nuts to me. They said it's coming and they said it's like slated for an early update, but like quotes on early update. What the hell does that mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And and so, yeah, it, it does seem bonkers to me um, because like as much as like I think of kind of my my formative years is kind of. I can think about things like what car was I driving? What wow expansion was I playing? I also think about halo launches because after my experience with halo one, every single halo game playing through the campaign on launch night with friends on co-op, it just became a tradition. Yeah. Halo two. I was still in high school. I remember midnight that night loading into my buddy's Xbox. I did not have a first Xbox. I went over to his house playing it till the sun came up. We beat it that night. We were both very angry about the cliffhanger. Yeah. Uh, Halo three. I was in college. Yeah. Uh, we had four player co-op. I had three of my buddies come over. We did system link on every television in the house. We each had like our own, like kind of room and we all, everyone brought their own snacks. I think, uh, I think we were of legal drinking age at this point. So I think uh, this is the first time there was alcohol involved with halo and we stayed up again until like 7am beating it. I think we beat it on legendary the first time through with four player co-op. Oh man. Let me tell you like for uh, landing up your Xboxes or consoles period, whoever, whatever it is, is still, I don't know if there's anything quite like it. Like I, we don't yeah. do it anymore, but man, it's that was a badass the, the, the time. Internet, it, like our connectivity has just gotten so good, right? Like it used to suck. <laughs> like, yeah. It used to trying be really to play bad. games online. Used to really stink. Yeah. It's gotten so damn convenient. Um, also Scott, I don't know if you know this, we're older now. Yeah. Um, we're not in college We're we, you know, well aware. I mean, here's the embarrassing thing. Like when you said, Oh, I was just getting into high school when Halo one came out. Um, I had just had, I had a, I had a near one year old when Halo came out. So I was sitting on the couch with Nicholas on my lap, a year old, can't talk or walk diaper full, sucking his thumb, playing Halo. We need today. We need a zoomer. (laughs) I know. <laughs> we need a zoomer in here to be like, yeah, I was born and, and, and you know, Halo's just this thing. It's always been around. I remember going back and, and, and revisiting this classic title. Yeah. He doesn't know a world without Halo. That is straight up the truth. Yeah, it's like how I was born into a world where all three Star Wars movies was already out. Yeah, like, it was just exactly. a thing. It was he, an institution. And he's, you know, 21 now. So that just gives you an idea of where we were. And he still loves Halo. So. So there's that. He's really looking it's forward all, to it's all relative. Yeah, like, it age, is. Who cares? Age, age is what it is. Yeah. So everybody is yes. too. Everybody is. Uh, days are passing at the same rate for us all. That's what's going on. Uh, but anyway, this is, you bring up a good point about online connectivity today. And I wanted to, to mention this real quick. There's probably never been a better time 
for cooperative play because the choices are numerous. I'm just going to name a few game names here and and maybe one or two that really jump out at me as kind of my favorites. We talked about Halo, of course, Left 4 Dead. We'll get to... This is all going to culminate into I want to get a real take from you on how you feel two weeks into that Back for Blood. Uh, but anyway, Left 4 Dead, one big one for me is Deep Rock Galactic. I don't know how many people have played this game, but it is my favorite cooperative shooter. Like, straight up, my favorite. I, 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 and I realize it's a controversial subject given there are so many choices to play out there. A lot of different kind of games. Uh, nothing got me quite as hooked into playing it. And also it represents a modern co-op experience that, that I can get in and get out of in a way that doesn't kill my schedule. Um, it's a blast with friends. It's fun alone, but way better with friends. One of the hallmarks of a good game like this is can I play it solo and have a good time? And if the answer is yes, great bonus. Is it even better with people? Yes. Another, and that's, that's, you know, obviously a key to one of these working. What I don't like is one of these where they're only good if other people are around. Cause I do like to mess around in these games solo sometimes. Um, Deep Rock Galactic scratches both itches for me. It is really good solo. It is extremely good uh, with friends. And uh, I cannot say enough about it. And that team's amazing. They were great in early access. They were awesome post-release. They still are. They're doing events now. Things only been out a year now, but uh, early access for a couple years, I guess. But uh, it's it's absolutely rad. And if you haven't played it, Rock and Stone. If you played it, then you know what I mean when I say Rock and Stone. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Anyway, there's one I of those. I haven't played it. You have or haven't? I, I have not played oh, Deep Rock Collector. You no. should play it. Your, your buddy Kyle has this game, you know. Oh, do, oh does he? I okay. played well, with he Kyle. He also has Back for Blood. Well, that's been true. playing that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> He and I I've asked uh, to play it like three times and he's like, ah, I gotta, I gotta be a responsible adult. Yeah. Let's get that kid now. You know, the whole thing we were talking about before. Um, anyway, that game's really great. Valheim. I don't know how last time you poked your head in there, but I know you were, you were having a great time in there. We beat it. We killed all the bosses. Uh, I mean, as much as you can beat a game like Valheim. Um, yeah. Kyle and I got into that big time. We, we had a, we, we liked it so much. We scheduled a play date. We had a weekly (laughs) Play date every Tuesday. Wow. Kyle would uh, take a day off hero streaming and, and we would stream that. Um, we called it Broheim. Broheim. Um, that's pretty good. Did you ever, yeah. uh, 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 like, do you ever check back in after these updates? Because it's still early access. They're still doing stuff I, to it. I went in real, I went in for like two hours to kind of just see what was put in with Hearth at Home. Yeah. Um, and it's cool. It's not really enough to make me, Kyle and I went in with a really specific desire to clear all the bosses. Yeah. Um, and they didn't add any new bosses with hearth at home. Right. So while, uh, if you're a builder, uh, it's crazy. It's a great update. There's so many new things you can make. Uh, I immediately went in and made some windows for, for the house that Kyle and I built. Cause you can, you can make crystal cubes oh, cool. uh, from the crystals that you can get off of the, I think it's the, what are they called? Like they're ice elementals or something. They're up in the mountains. They're terrifying. I sure. hate them. Sure. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Valheim was a, was a, a really good experience. And, and you know, last week I think I was being a little hyperbolic, uh, which I know is, is rare for me, Scott. I never, no, I never, never get, exaggerate. No. I never get passionate no. and say things just to, stir you up a little no, bit but it might have been a little hyperbolic by saying back for blood was like my game of the year i think it definitely goes to valheim i will be very surprised if anything else comes out this year that impresses me the way valheim did oh interesting uh, so your games but your games that you're having the most fun with or even calling your best games of the year these these are all funny enough cooperative I really you know. i really like co-op games i think they're yeah. important for the for gaming in general and especially gaming as a social activity yeah um i i like especially and and it's it, i've gotten more precious about them as i've gotten older so like as as i've gotten to a point in my life where i don't have as much time to play games with my friends i want the time that i do spend with my friends to be like fun yeah and and friendly um that doesn't mean i still don't like going in with kyle into a game of heroes of the storm and just like owning some fools that you know that feels great it's wonderful Always i need, fun. I need yeah. trash talk in my life right. um, <laughs> yeah but, no that stuff's great but but i think you make a really good point and maybe now more than ever uh you know i, I hate how everything sort of uh, rotates around what the pandemic has done to change things but you know socially this is our jam this is our i don't know this is our tea party this is our well, yeah and, and people like us like the, the life didn't change 
that much for us during during the pandemic, which I'm thankful for. Like sure. we, a lot of our closest friendships have always been online yeah. since the dawn of, of widely accessible modems. Yeah. Um, so, like we're we're used to it, and so I, I, I don't know. Co-op's always been it's been a, always been a big part of my life. It's always been a big part of my friendships. Yeah. Um, and, and, and yeah, like I, I wouldn't say an MMO is strictly a co-op game, but the, but the co-op aspect to MMOs is definitely a huge part of the draw for me. Yeah. For me, it's weird. I've changed a bit in that regard. I like to day to day play an MMO by myself. I'm very much a solo mm. MMO player when it comes to like do your stuff for your dailies and get your quests done and bear, 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 all that stuff. Uh, whereas when, I first started playing MMOs back in Anarchy Online days, and then uh, what was the other one I played? Uh, I don't remember the name of half of these. I played almost every. Play Ultima. I played Ultima a little bit. Yep, not too long, but a little, little EverQuest here and there. Um, But the one I really sunk my teeth in, I think, was um, Age of or Dark Age of Camelot. That thing. Oh, I remember you talking about that way back in the early days of this program. Yeah, it sucked me in pretty hard, and as a result, uh. I just got really hooked on sort of the fantasy setting and I thought they were doing a lot of new things and they, and they were that, that realm versus realm stuff was really ahead of its time and, and really put players, you know, against each other in a lot of interest, interesting ways. Um, but then, you know, of course, wow comes in. But the, the thing that's famous about those old MMOs I mentioned is none of them were solo friendly at all. they like, the whole point was you better have people with you or you're effed. Like there's just nothing in this, yeah, these course, games. Yeah. They didn't have great quest systems at all. It was a lot of it. waiting for spawns and mowing down a million of these stupid goblins until you get whatever you're going to get. It just wasn't this this sort of structured crafted thing yet. Warcraft comes along and just flips that on its head and made it so that anybody, no matter what class you chose, even back then in those early days, those vanilla days that everybody acts like it was the best days, uh, you could do it. You could go solo and play the thing. So what ended up happening is I got a real taste for being in that world on my own and then, but still loved raiding. Some of the PVP I did, like other stuff, those were great experiences as well and I love that stuff. But they're so large scale that it's always about coordinating back then 40 people in later days, 20 to 10 or whatever. But getting that coordination done is a metagame in itself and it's a little yeah. much. So these, what I like about these and this renaissance we're having with like four-player co-op experiences, because that's what a lot of these are that I'm mentioning. They're all small groups in a very small situation. They're doing runs with each other. You know, a good game uh, to mention here is Warhammer Vermintide 2 or 1. 1's great too, but 2 is amazing. I mean, it's, it's basically fantasy left for dead. That's exactly what it is. And it's, it's the perfect thing for you to say, well, I can, I can wrangle three of my friends. That's not a problem. It's and when if you, I can't, I uh, guess a bot is coming with us. Yeah, or a bot will go with us and you can just deal with Idiot it. Idiot number four is coming with us. Exactly. Um, <laughs> another game I wish was more solo friendly but is amazing in, in multiplayer co-op is Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves has amazing co-op. It's really, really good. Maybe the one of the best things out there. As a game you just want to hop in and screw around for a while, it's kind of hideous. It's not great. Um, it's just boring. Uh, and that's a bummer. So I wished I wished more games were as fun by themselves. And actually, my only complaint about uh, Back for Blood really is that I don't like it alone at all. It's just kind of bad alone. Uh, yeah, it's 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 not the best. Um, I I've, I have gone in and played alone a few times just to mess with certain things, which is kind of another reason I think I like the added systems, like especially like the cards. Yeah. Like, you know, you get cards, you build a deck, you go in like, I, so I've gone in solo a few times to like, Oh, let me see how these cards work. See if I like this build, like essentially test a build, yeah. which is in that game, essentially testing a deck. So even um, when those, de- when those cards, those cards are randomly provided for you per match or per run uh, or per level, I guess, uh, wh- how do you know, like, how are you getting builds out of something that you can't count on being there? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, well, cause you can select uh, which 15 cards it's pulling from. Oh, I didn't know that. Once you have 15 cards or more, you can make as like as far as I know as many decks as you want of 15 cards. Oh, and so you like okay. I've I've cleared out a few of the what are they they're like tracks. I, I I have not committed to memory all the technical terms of this game, but like you you get those tracks that you spend the in-game currency on um that you get by playing the game. This yeah. is something you like pay money for and can just right, right, right. Yeah. Um it's a premium and game. You get, 
Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I have like a bunch of cards and they definitely fall into different um, categories. It's like, oh, like this is like a stamina, agility, movement type cards. This is all like weapon damage and bullet penetration cards. And this is all like melee damage cards. So I've got like a gun deck and I've got like a mobility deck and I've got uh, Kyle likes the melee damage a lot. Yeah. Um, so he's got like a melee deck that he's been kind <laughs> that of. That is he, so he, Kyle, by the way. Everything he's just been said. so slowly purging out all of the non melee cards. <laughs> and so his deck is slowly becoming just nothing but melee buffs. That's the most Kyle ass Ferguson thing I've ever heard. Of course. Of course he's focusing yeah. on melee. There's something about that that just rings true. That's hilarious. I love yeah, it. He's just, uh, he's playing. And the biggest complaint about the game is the melee voiceovers. I feel like everyone has the same line. So he's playing the dude with the glasses and he just keeps saying, See, dad, I could have made the team. So Kyle. <laughs> and I now just pull ourselves we're in discord the whole time going I could have made the team I could have made the team uh, the game the game does seem to know that, that some of that fun is going to come from this goofiness and and that's good yeah, this but, is turtle oh boy they need to vary those voice lines they really do oh yeah but I mean you know they were turtle rock studios not known for they've always done this like the original characters in left for dead one and two were we're all just like, damn it, Bill, reloading. Like, Francis. It's just, yeah, it's Francis, damn it. Uh, like, all that stuff is very common in those games. And I'm happy to see Turtle Rock kind of go back to the well, but then stir the well a little, you know? Like, this is yeah, them going, I mean, hey, the, we made that I, original game, and now we're going to make a game a lot like it, but guess what? We're going to throw in these weird twists, and I don't know. Yeah, I think this this it feels like a crowd pleaser, and I don't think that's a bad thing. Like, I'm one of those people, I like Force Awakens. I get people who are like, ah, it's just a new hope with a new coat of paint. It's yeah. like, wait, well, I kind of needed that after the prequels, yeah. all right? Like, I was a little done with George Lucas trying to be new and different, because... Yeah. You know, while I enjoy some aspects of those, uh, like OG Star Wars more, sure. so I'm fine with this. I like it. I think it's them kind of like, yeah, no, this is what we're known for. We we tried something with Evolve. It didn't take. Um, you know, let's let's kind of go back to our roots and and see if we can't update it. And I think I I think they have. I, I like the way it's been updated. But um, yeah, it's it's been this thing like clearly I'm enjoying it. Yeah, because well, obviously I got enough yeah. I got enough games to play for shows that I cover on the regular that literally help keep a roof over my head. Yeah. So the fact that Kyle and I have found usually at least for the last two weeks, like two nights a week, like, yeah, let's get together. Let's do two hours, you know, three hours. That's pretty good. Yeah. I would love that. You know, we're, we're both fine to like, and and I I can tell, I can tell when I'm trying to like twist Kyle's arm to play a game. Yeah. I can 100% tell. And uh, I have had no issue getting him into a game of back for blood. That's great. I'm glad that's, that's happening. And you're, it's, it's basically proving out why these games are important for uh, the social and friendship aspects of things. Uh, yeah. did you ever get into, I, I guess I'm surprised to hear all the things you said in the, in a positive way about this kind of thing, that destiny two isn't a thing that you're super into. Cause it just oh, feels I played like the that. crap out of it. Uh, when it first launched, did you? Okay. Cause right, yeah, even yeah, right now, it feels like, like in two days, yeah. <laughs> um, it, it feels like I it's made for you. Like, I don't know why it feel that way. It just feels that way me yeah it's it, the, honestly it came down to because uh, this is another important aspect of a co-op experience is playing with your friends and my friends were not playing destiny mm. my yeah. only friend to this day that i think <laughs> loves destiny as much as i do is patrick beja <laughs> and that mofo is on a, the other side of the planet right even then, I can't Our, even. You know, he technically is still a co-host on this show. I can't get him on here. He's so he busy. didn't have a kid. The f- <laughs> when we were both originally playing Destiny at the same time, and we still couldn't coordinate a time yeah. to get together to play. Yeah. So you you add uh, U.S. Uh, to, to Europe time differences, and uh, and add uh, a couple kids into the mix, and yeah, we're just never gonna play Destiny together. Yeah, it's hard. Um, but I, every once in a while, I get a little hankering for it. Also, it runs extremely nicely on my Series X. They they did a updated everything for it, and it's yeah. It's I've been beautiful. trying to find one. Oh, you'd love it, dude! Game like, Pass rocks. I, uh, Game Pass. I got a PS Five. I, I know. PS Five. I've not been able to secure an Xbox. I'm having a hard time getting the PS Five. So we're kind of in opposite. We're in the same place, but opposite mm. sides. But I, I man, Game Pass is so rad. And of course, ba- Back for Blood <laughs> on there, uh, which is nice. Uh, the day one launch, but. Um, Oh, they just, you know, they just announced today. Sorry, this has nothing to do with our topic, but uh, GTA San Andreas remastered is uh, Xbox uh, Day One uh, Game Pass thing coming in November. Oh, wonderful. Because I remember seeing it was 60 bucks going, I am never spending that on those no, games. No, not a chance. Like, not a chance. No, I have, I have played them enough. I had 
Well, I guess that, that was a different game. I had a PSP version of one of those. Oh, they was great. The one that was on the PSP, that was the Chinatown Wars one. That was such a good game. That was Game Boy, wasn't it? Was it? I think PSP straight up had a GTA 3 port. Oh, maybe it did. I just remember thinking China Wars, Chinatown Wars, whatever it was called. Oh, that was such a good game. It was more like the old school, like down top down stuff. Oh, it was Liberty City Stories, but it was basically the full GTA 3 uh, map okay, that's yeah, playable yeah, yeah. on a PSP. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, that price is too high. That, that collection was 30 bucks or something, maybe, but... Game Pass Day One, people can play it. It, it, it looks it looks pretty good for because San Andreas is an ugly game, very ugly in its original form. Oh, they all are. They have not yeah. aged well, but I was also worried they were gonna unstylize it. And I like the stylization of the GTA Three trilogy. Yeah, I do um, too. Which is a weird freaking thing to say. It is a weird but, thing to say, but it looks. But okay. they didn't. Yeah. They still have that weird like blobby arms and faces, which I think is really charming. And, and like that is GTA to G, like GTA three to me. That's that era. Yeah. What's so weird I'm glad is that they just having look nicer. having just ripped through most. I still have a half season left to, to finish it, but I've ripped through most of the wire, and the wires got me in the mood for GTA San Andreas because there's a lot of similarities. Like oh yeah, I'm way yeah, into. We that. watched that for the first time like four years ago. It's so good, dude. It's a good show. It's I, really didn't love the last season. Oh, I didn't see. So I'm so I'm just starting season. Uh, five. Have you not seen it before? No, it was the first time. I saw season one oh, back in the day. Okay, sorry, and then just, I thought you were gonna be like, oh, you, how'd you wait so long? Never mind. I didn't realize you'd never seen. No, it. I'm just getting around to Holy it. I, crap! I loved yeah, four. No. Season four just ended for me, and I freaking loved it. Um, yeah. And uh, so I don't know what to expect from from five, but I like. Actually, I've liked it all. I've liked everything, but I really liked four for some reason. Four really got me the school season. I guess the fifth one is the, is like the press and the newspaper season where that it's not the main focus, but every season has like a, a weird shift in what part of Baltimore gets the most camera yeah, time it's focusing on. Yeah. I, I, I haven't committed them all to memory. But, it's a uh, great show though, man. Oh, rest in peace. Michael Kenneth Williams. He was my favorite character. He was so good. Oh, he's so good. Freaking Omar little baby. All right. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, a couple other oh, names yeah. to mention here: Divinity Original Sin Two and the upcoming Battle or uh, Baldur's Gate Three. Uh, uh, yep. Same developer. That's an amazing game and one of the best co-op experiences I've had in ten years. It's incredible. Yeah. Not to take anything away from them, though, isn't saying Divinity Original Sin Two is a fantastic co-op experience basically just saying pen and paper role playing is a fantastic co-op experience? <laughs> yeah, maybe because they really replicated that so well, but. And not to take anything, I, uh, Divinity Originals into I have barely scratched the surface of it because again, haven't been able. To, that seems like something you need to play with friends. That I haven't been able to coordinate. I do own it. I have tried it. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It is absolutely amazing what they accomplished. It's with one that. of the greatest like, RPGs ever made. It's amazing. Hey y'all! Everyone needs a little help once in a while, and boy howdy, is that more true than ever these days? You got to ask yourself sometimes what interferes with your happiness. Or stops you from getting those goals you want. Well, BetterHelp will help you with that. They'll match you with licensed therapists that are perfect for you. And you can start communicating in under 48 hours. Connect in this safe and private online environment. It's very convenient. Never have to sit in some chair in some waiting room or any of that stuff. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and free to change counselors if you ever need to do that. And there's a broad range of expertise going on here. And many, I don't know, many areas just don't have that locally. You just don't have access to it. They're available for clients worldwide. Anything you share is confidential. And licensed professional counselors are specialized for you. Like, you know, if it's depression or stress or anxiety, relationship issues, anger, grief, self-esteem, whatever it may be, they'll help you. And they've helped so many that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states here in the U.S., so here's what I want you to do. Please start living a happier life today. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com instance. And you'll be joining over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. No better time than now. That's betterhelp.com instance for 10% off your first month. But there's a lot more to it than that. There's a ton of story and dialogue and, and you know, cutscenes and, you know, bits of of mechanic stuff you could never do on a tabletop but uh, you know the same thing could be said well isn't uh back for blood just basically a co-op paintball with your best friend you know like yeah but it's still <laughs> it's a video game you know but that's that, to me that's what makes divinity stand out yeah that's is true. the fact that they have have 
I think, accurately captured uh, tabletop role-playing in yeah. the video game. It's going to be really interesting to see what they do with Baldur's Gate because up till now, uh, Lang, whatever their name is, Lang, whatever, I can't think of the developer's name, but they've been using their own rules for all of their stuff. So everything's based on, you know, D&D-like ideas, but they're not D&D rules. Baldur's Gate 3, which I have not played in early access, I keep wanting it just to be done before I play it, but uh, that's using actual D&D 5 under the hood, I believe. Um, Larian, that's who it is, Larian Studios. Um, that'll be interesting, see how that translates, because they haven't been held back, not held back by that, but they haven't had to adhere to some those rules. They've made their own before, and um, somebody in the chat probably... Uh, Chad's saying it was a modified version of 5th edition. Is that what it was then anyway? Okay. Well, if that's the case, they had a lot of wacky shit in there is what I'm saying. That does not exist in 5e. Like, sorcerers are doing stuff in that game that nobody's doing in D&D. But, but I take their point. Maybe the maybe the very bare underpinnings are based on that. Um, yeah, no hit die, that kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, uh, somebody said in there they don't like the turn-based part of Battlegrounds. or of B, um, Why? That's the whole point. Well... Turn-based part of what? D&D, they said, not Battleground, sorry. Baldur's Gate, they don't like the turn-based oh. part. But that's the whole thing. D&D is all turn-based. It's the whole thing. That's like yeah, saying it's, trying, it's trying to be D&D combat. And that's like, what D&D combat is. It's like saying I don't like the turn-based part of XCOM. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> then you just don't like XCOM. <laughs> I love XCOM. Which, I'll is, play that. which is fine. I which would play XCOM like, right I love, now. Oh, dude, I love XCOM. Can I want to. I wanna... Can you co-op in XCOM? Is that a thing? I don't think so. That'd oh, be weird. I would do XCOM 2 co-op with somebody. I would. What would be the point? <laughs> I mean, good for to take even like anguishly longer uh, making decisions. I'm going to move your dudes because yeah, you're talking to someone else. Yeah, Scott, have you ever tried to co-pilot any sort of strategy game? Like, yeah. you ever tried to play Hearthstone with a friend? No, and try to decide what the best move to make was. No, but I did some of that StarCraft crap, the commanders thing. Where you co op oh, that. But yeah. I don't love well, doing that either. Base. That's real that's real time, but kinda yeah. hate that though. I never liked that. Just what? That. Oh, I love Commanders. Starcraft Commanders is great. I don't like I don't like co op in an RTS, I guess. I don't oh, know. Oh dude. You, actually, dude, thank you for bringing it up because that's one of my favorite co yeah, I played the crap out of that. I played yeah. with a bunch of my friends because yeah. uh, a lot of my Starcraft friends, you know, we fell out. We moved to Heroes of the Storm, but we all came back for Commanders. Uh, cause we wanted to play Starcraft two, but we did not want the stress of trying to be good on ladder again. Yeah. Well, it's a, um, it's a, it's a matter. It's an issue of if I'd have stuck with it, I think I, or if I'd found the right people to play with or something, I probably could have come around on it, but yeah, dude, we should, we, I'll, I'll get in there. Let's get, let's, let's go do it. Cause that's like, to me, that's, that's absolute Starcraft fantasy fantasy, like made manifest. Cause yeah. it's like, Oh yeah, let's, let's mix Terran and Zerg units and make the perfect turtle base defense. Yeah. Uh, I did back in the so back rad. in the Brood War days. I did the conversion unit for the Protoss that would turn um, another faction that you were playing against. You could turn one of their units, hopefully one of their drones or one of their SUVs, and turn them into your team. And now you, you can, can just go build it and make their thing. And it's it was kind of OP. Like you could really f everyone over. And I loved it. I love it. It's that. near impossible to pull off, but I believe you can do that with the Infester in StarCraft 2 because it can mind control. So I think you can mind control can a you builder. Keep, isn't it a temporary then, thing, though? A temporary effect, I thought? Yeah, but if I think if you're quick enough about it, I believe you can drop a, a Nexus or a Command Center. <laughs> no way. Um, All right. Well, then maybe it is I possible. I think that's though. true. Someone, someone fact check me on that. It's been Ta- forever. Tally in the chat says Dark Templar mind control. Yeah, that's what you did in the first one. Okay. The second one, I, I don't know. But I used to love doing that because they didn't know that I did it. So they didn't know that they they would send a, a worker, just a drone, uh, you know, whatever, off searching around for shit and forget that they did it. And I would convert them and silently build this army. And then they're like, <laughs> a whole other Zerg army is suddenly attacking the Zerg army that they thought they were the only Zerg army. It was, it was amazing. It's amazing. I loved effing with those guys. <laughs> those are such great days. Yeah. I love that stuff. Uh, Warframe, Diablo 3. Yeah, there's a bunch of games like this. My question for you is, do you think Battle Royales count? Uh, like non-solo battle royales where you're in a duo or more is that a co-op game or are these different is that I, a- I i i don't think it'd be too much more a co-op experience than it would be teaming up with your friends in like call of duty deathmatch or something yeah um but 
I certainly think of it as one. Uh, and to me, I think it comes down to like there's extended periods of downtime in something like PUBG. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm catching up with my friends. So how are you doing tonight? What's new? Uh, you know, uh, so, no, that's so a good and so point. Forth. And then gunshots. And you're like, oh, shit, where was that? <laughs> it's a good point, though. Like the in between is sometimes as important as what you're doing in the in the real time. And um, I need to remember this more because I, I, if I'm honest, I'm like, oh, I don't want to coordinate with somebody. It's a pain in my ass. I don't have the schedule for it. I'd rather just play this game alone for now or whatever. Like I kind of poo poo it these days, and I feel like maybe I should do less of that. I should probably embrace it's, it. It's you yeah, know? it it can be. I mean, everyone's schedule is different, but like again, when I th- like I almost mentioned this when we were talking MMOs, it's like it's like going to Disney together. Mm-hmm. Like World of Warcraft to me feels like going to a theme park. Yeah. Like, and so like when, if you get that, like when I used to like spend a lot of time hanging out with my friends in, in, in wow or whatever other MMO, I started with guild wars. It was like, oh yeah, let's, let's, you want to go hang out in Azeroth? It's the same like in Florida, it's constant. Hey, you want to hit, you want to hit the park today? Yeah. Oh yeah. See, that's a good way of looking at it. This is just digital hanging out, man. That's all this is. Uh, The one I'm looking forward to the most upcoming wise is Warhammer 40 K dark tide. And this got delayed. Well, that's, that's their Vermintide 40K, yeah? Correct. And it was supposed to be... I want to, to be, the crap out of that, man. Sign oh, me up. Cannot wait. I only, I play anything 40K related, even if it's bad, I, will, I play I will it. be there with oversized Catholic church bells on. Sweet. Uh, and and it'll be flying in space when you do it. Um, it's a, The 40K thing attracts me on every level, always, forever. I don't play the painted tabletop stuff. Um, I don't have time for it. But every game they release, I play, even the bad stuff. This doesn't look bad, and it was announced at an E3 uh, for a Microsoft conference, and at the time they had said this will end up being a Game Pass day one, uh, PC and, and console, and it still will be. It just got delayed, so we were supposed to actually have this by now, and it makes me wonder, they had a deal with Turtle Rock to do that, to, to go Game Pass day one with uh, with Back for Blood. It's entirely possible that in those negotiations they were like, you know what? Take your time on on Vermin or on uh, Dark Tide, so that we don't oversaturate the market with these four player, you know, first person. Let's blow I everything think, up. Shit. Yeah, games. I'm I'm definitely excited for that. That'd be a smart strategic move too. Yeah. Um. Because oh, yeah, so I like Vermin Tide as well. I haven't I haven't spent nearly as much time with it as I have something like Left for Dead. But yeah. It's yeah. great, and it absolutely scratches that itch. It's very, um, very good. So excited. I think a lot of these, like you're talking about, you're, you seem to have a big focus on, on like the four player, these smaller group mm-hmm. things. Like you talk about Destiny and everything else, and it's just True. like, dude, I think a lot of this, I think this all comes back to Diablo. Yeah, kind of. anything else. Like yeah. Destiny feels kind of Diablo-y. Um, uh, you know what? Systems. That's exactly right. That's the first game I ever played in my life. Diablo 1's the first game I ever played where I could run along somebody else, somebody else and do some shit in a game. I think that was it. Yeah. Like Diablo 3. I didn't get into Diablo 2. I didn't have like my own personal computer at the time. I had to like share time on the family computer. Yeah. I chose to spend it uh, uh, being mediocre at Counter Strike. Um, <laughs> but Diablo 3 was a huge co op experience for me. I've, I've yeah. played countless hours of Diablo 3 alongside friends. Um, three, yeah. I mean, three, three really, you know, nailed it certainly on for an online audience. Um, and, uh, yeah, I some of my favorite memories of all. I mean, one of my favorite video games of all time is Diablo three, and so it would make sense that some of that co op would stick with me. But uh, yeah. but yeah, that's and, a and big Back one. for Blood reminds me of it a little bit. Like with the added game systems they have of like, oh, you can actually find like gear, like you can find better guns or attachments or get more coin for the Counter Strike as hell shop at the beginning of each level. Uh, it makes me want to go explore because like an old an OG Left for Dead, I was like, nope. Nope. Let's. The director's gonna get mad at me if I uh, if I spend more time here. But yeah. in Back for Blood, I'm like, oh yeah, but hold on. What's over in this corner? I might find something good. And it gives me that a little bit of that Diablo vibe, where I'm like, okay, I realize I could beeline for the objective here, but I kind of want to go check out this yeah. creepy corner over here. Yeah, I do like that. The exploratory stuff is what makes Diablo one of my favorite things because nothing's ever the same. It's all dynamically generated. And even though you're just going to kill more stuff in that corner, you still might find something cool like that. Yeah. That stuff really wins for me. And I like when games do that. And Back for Blood, in my experience so far, has had some moments like that. Like, oh, look over here. No one's been here. And look at that box of ammo nobody knew about or whatever. 
Like I like I like that discoverability. It strikes me that the future of multiplayer is probably these kinds of games. And by the way, I know we haven't talked about the Aliens game that came out like a month ago that everyone forgot about. It's supposed to be good. It's one of these, but it got so overshadowed for Back for Blood that uh, despite it selling well, people are just not playing it right now. So it's hard to get matches. Um, all that sort of thing, but that really appeals to me. So I'm, I am not going to shut. It really that appeals thing to out. me too. Although you're the first person I've heard heard say that it's supposed to be good. I haven't heard anything. I mean, I haven't heard it's amazing, but I've it. heard it's like a you know a, a a functional one of these. So it may not be your best choice. <laughs> what a glowing review. <laughs> yeah, I really put that on the box. Like it's it's just supposed to be okay. You know, like a good fun four player. We're killing aliens. Deal. And have I'm into gotten, that. Have you have you have you gotten to the to the parking garage, the the basement of the parking garage and Back for Blood? No, it sounds horrible. It sounds terrifying. Okay, so there's a basement of a parking garage and Back for Blood, and let's just say uh, it's organic now. <laughs> oh Lord! Uh, and it reminds me so much of tunnels in Aliens <laughs> that nothing else made me think of Fireteam Elite than any than than this, the playing yeah. Black for Blood, Back for Blood, and going into that. <laughs> <laughs> that level going, oh shit, this is disgusting. It looks like aliens. I would go, oh right, the, an aliens one of these just came out and no one's playing it. No one's playing it. Yeah. Uh, that bums me out. But anyway, I, I really do feel like maybe the future of this is it's not going to be, let's see how many humans we can get on a map or a server. That's always fun to do, but it's, I, I think, I think we've had enough time with these kinds of ideas. The dynamic fun you can create with three of your best friends, six of your best friends, smaller groups. I think is the future of some of this stuff. And I think that just comes down to like the idea of chatting and trying to coordinate with strangers, especially forget about coordinated groups of your friends is not optimal and not fun. Often once in a while. Sure. You'll make a friend. He'll be your friend for life. It's how you met him. It's great. Those are outliers in my experience. It's usually a nightmare. So oh, you don't want to go into all chat in League of legends. Oh, no. you can't anymore. Scott. No. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You can't, but like, I just would say it's hard to be like, if it's me, you, Kyle and Bo, it's very hard for us to be toxic with each other because we all like each other. So why wouldn't you want to focus experiences, new gameplay and games on, on that aspect of your friendships? I think that's the right direction we're headed. Now that doesn't mean that somebody isn't going to go the next battlefield will support 6,000 players on one map. We'll, we'll do those things too. And they'll be Sign impressive. Me up. Battlefield is goofy as hell when it gets to that. Scale. I agree. Like, let's and, go. And the new one is what? Like 120 or something per side or something like that. Is that out yet? No, but I want to play it. it looks okay. Good. Cause I, what was it? E3, the E3 gameplay where like, there was that tornado and junk going on and yeah. they were like zip lining on a skyscraper. I was like, all right, I've never really given a crap about Battlefield. This game looks cool. Yeah, I want to give play it up. It. I give it up for this trailer. That trailer looks amazing. Yeah, it's uh, uh, I'm I'm into what they're selling. I but it's been a while for me too, so I'm a little hesitant. But I, I, it's one of the things I wish EA Play being on Game Pass is great and all. I like it, but it's never their brand new day and date games. It's always stuff from last year or six months ago, and so it'll eventually get on there. All the other Battlefields are on there. But if you want to play 2042, whatever it's called, you got to play it. You got to buy it. And it's the kind of game where I'm not a giant fan. So I'm not going to just say, well, I'm not going to throw 70 bucks at it. Like I need to know more. So we're probably going to wait for some reviews. We'll see what happens. But seems yeah. interesting. Yeah, uh, no, I think co-op's you know. important. Uh, there's a place for everything. We're always going to need our, our competitive environment as well. Um, but oh, I love co-op games. Yeah. I'm trying to understand what. What is Sidian saying in the chat? I don't. I don't want to open that bottle. What is I he? believe he's talking about what it's like talking to random strangers on the internet. Oh, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, that was a great game. Would you like to hear some racial slurs? <laughs> it is a little like that. Well, yeah, uh, like, if only racists were so polite. I did get to play. Oh, I played um, Chivalry Two uh, not long ago. I had a code for xbox sent to me by the devs anyway i'm playing it on there and <laughs> that game's crazy anyway but there was it's my first experience where i heard some young kid probably 10 to a 12 prepubescent you know high voice boy uh yelling at his mom and her yelling back about you spent too much time on there get off of that thing but i'm just doing one more mom and like having it on and loud <laughs> i've never you always hear about those you see a youtube video or someone's making fun of it or there's a tiktok or something i've never actually run into one of those until like a week ago 
really enjoyed it. <laughs> oh my! God. I really had a good time because I didn't I have to say anything. I just had to listen. I definitely ran into that like early years of Xbox Live, like one hundred percent. At at this point, I I assume none of it's legit. I think someone just pulls up the chocolate milk video and plays it over their microphone. Yeah, like, I mean that's I, the I other feel like problem. They're just they're just messing with us. It's all they're crap. Just trying to keep the tradition alive. It's unfortunate that we are in a place now in gaming where the first thing you think of when you play Warzone or you play anything. You look for the button on screen that says mute all. You're just looking for it. And if they don't have it, you're going into the list of players and you're going mute, 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 mute. I mean, that is my number one first thing I do. I'm sad that that's what I do, but that's how it's proven out. That's how it's been. So, yeah, I had more patience like when I was younger. Like I remember playing like Modern Warfare 2 and I made a lot of friends actually on Modern Warfare 2, like through it. Yeah, I, I would keep it open and I would mute as necessary. Yeah. Yeah, and so I, I ended up talking to people and making friends. And uh, hell, even, I had a weird experience of even making a friend on like Guitar Hero. I used to be really a Guitar Hero, and I would actually go and challenge people online. Yeah, um, yeah, and I made a friend over that one yeah. time. But I mean, it can yeah, still I, I, happen nowadays. Yeah, ooh, I it can may happen. It may even it. happen today. Somebody may be someone made the best friend they've ever had in their life in in New World yesterday somewhere. So I don't know who it is, but they did, and that's great. But you all are y'all are outliers, man. <laughs> take your real friends in and get real gaming going uh, alright uh, if you guys have any thoughts or feelings about this topic and uh, would like to write in we'd love to hear it the instance at gmail.com uh, like this email that I got right here that I'm going to read after I hit this button right here hello there hey look what it is an email from no name it just says no name on their email uh, hey instance crew just listen to the narrative episode that makes it sound like we did a story one week doesn't it the narrative episode the narrative episode. Garrett walked yeah. in the room. Garrett wasn't wearing any pants. Scott was taken aback. I, oh, this is getting, it's, getting, it's going places I don't want to go. I might not be wearing <laughs> any pants. Uh, the, the, the Blink song you sampled does not take off your pants and jacket, but no. they have an album named that. There's no, there's no co-op here. Uh, anyway, hey, Instant Screw, just listen to the narrative episode. One thing <laughs> I think was, is worth mentioning is that Destiny 2 in the Beyond Light year has been mixed, or sorry, has really mixed the MMO slash game as a service and narrative pieces really well, especially for a game that has struggled to ter- tell a story narratively in the past. It's clear Bungie is trying to have a new story arc uh, that literally changes the soul system uh, each season. They get the benefit of telling tightly knit story, but the players also uh, see the world changing in real time around them. I hope it's a direction other games adopt and that they, Bungie, continue it. Uh, signed, No Name. Um, I haven't really checked out the story bits lately. Not this new expansion anyway. Um, it's all in Game Pass. So there's no reason not to. But uh, uh, yeah, I like that, especially given the history of that game. When I when I first par- fired up Destiny 1 or 2, both games tried to tell me a story. And I don't know what the F they were trying to say. Still, to this day, I don't know what's going on. There's a little box following me around. He sounds like Tyrion Lannister. Uh, well, they, they, they changed him, man. They, they retroactively, it, yeah. they, they got Dinklebot out of there, and they put, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Nathan uh, Fillion. Nathan Fillion. Nathan, Nathan no, Drake. Uh, Nathan Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan yeah. Fillion's another character in Destiny. Yeah, there you go. Um, boy, that movie trailer, that looked generic, didn't it? Boy, yeah. I don't yeah. know what to say about it. I don't Kyle know what to think. I, uh, really we did a bonus for, our, for the end of the Nexus patrons because we hadn't seen it. And so we stuck around after the show last night and we watched it and did like a live reacts. And uh, I got to say, I've never seen such clean shirts yeah. in an Uncharted inve- adventure. They look it like, like an H&M model yeah. was going on in Indiana Jones. They, they look like cosplay to me. It doesn't. There, it, dude, there were no vistas in that entire trailer. No. No, I got I'm concerned. Was, there was a whole lot of like bars, yeah, and tuxedos. Yeah, it's weird. It looked it looked more like an like a like a forgettable James Bond movie than it did an Uncharted film. I hope I'm wrong, but I just have a bad feeling about it. it just, I have a bad feeling about anything that casts Mark Wahlberg. I don't. That depends. The the what's that movie? What's the Scorsese movie he was amazing in? Um, oh yeah, it's just because it's a Scorsese movie, and actually he was still the worst thing in it. <laughs> Wait, You're talking about hold the departed. On. Hold yes. the departed. Yeah. Let's let's talk about a movie that has uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. Jack Nicholson, yeah. uh, uh, Matt Damon, and 
Marky <laughs> Mark and the funky, funky Bunch doing what I sound like when I try to do a Boston accent. I don't think it was that bad, but I'm with you that he's maybe the least important of the cast. There's more subtle Boston accents in Family Guy. <laughs> Hashtag not my Sully. Please tell me that's a thing that's trending. <laughs> that's amazing. Because he's yeah, not. No, dude, yeah. I'll take any any chance I get to dump on Mark Wahlberg. I have no idea how that dude got. I famous. don't know why he's Sully. That's yeah, bad bad pick, but. <laughs> But anyway, I love I have I have such adoration for those games that I'm that I hold a, I hold some concern. I'll wait and see. I'm not I'm not yes, one of those I people. Yes, I do too. But. Yeah, it's I think it's a it's a bold decision to start with young Drake. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. hey, uh, if it works, if it's a hit, then it pays off. Because then, cool, we've got both of these actors until they're the age they should be. Yeah, I was gonna say if it becomes a franchise, you'll you'll get Wahlberg at proper Sully age at one point. He probably is proper Sully age. He just doesn't look like it. Now that I think about it, that guy's 50-something, 50 55, 50... Sully's got to be in his 60s. Right? In the Uncharted games, right? Yeah. I mean, he is an, he's an old man. That's what I picture, like, yeah. That's what I picture. I realize so. we're all looking amazing as we get older now compared to old... <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, dude. People in those like Civil War era, you're like, oh, look at that general all scrubbied up with his weird long gray just... beard, and it's like, when did he die? Oh, he was 23 on the battlefield. <laughs> what? How was that guy 23 in that photo? You got to be kidding me. Yeah, well, uh, what, Jason Alexander was what? Like mid thirties on Seinfeld. Yeah. Like look at him. I'm in my mid thirties now. <laughs> well, granted, I still have my hair and that's a big thing. But if you lose your hair in your mid thirties, now you shave it, you grow a beard, you yeah. found a beer, uh, a, a, <laughs> you start brewing beer yeah. uh, and you look great and yeah. awesome. Like you look like Kratos. Okay. Yeah. Like that's no right. one's keeping their like donut on top of their head anymore. Cause we figured out how to, how to style ourselves. In that's more right. modern fashion. Uh, that's funny you brought up Kratos because uh, the PC version of God of War, which got announced a couple days ago, it's a big deal, by the way, that that's happening. Uh, Kratos is arguably Sony's Mario. like He's like the biggest name they've got, and he's coming to PC. But anyway, the reason I bring that up is that seems like a game. That, when In fact, when they first started advertising, it, I thought, well, this will be co-op. It'll be the dad and the son. Someone, you'll play the son, optionally. And if you're not there, then they'd just AI the son. But you could have you playing Kratos, and then somebody else could play the kid. And then you, there's your game. They didn't do that, but that's what I thought when I first saw it. Just to bring it back to the co-op, you know? That's what I'm doing here. <laughs> That'd be an interesting co-op game. Yeah, it'd be all right. I don't know how that would how that would work out. I, I, he always should, should... When he says, boy, he should go, dad! He never did. <laughs> never did. It'd just go, man! Man! Oh, yeah, man. That's, that's right. Man, what do you Boy. want, man? It's true rebellion. All right. Anyway, uh, thank you for the email. No name. And uh, that's what your email said. If I, I apologize if you meant to have your name read, but that's all it came back with was just no name and gray text. We, we, so. Yeah, we got we got horrendously sidetracked there, too. Yeah, we uh, did. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah, Destiny 2, still a thing. Still a, still a growing concern and uh, people loving it who love it and people who haven't tried I think it. Destiny, so I dipped my toe into Final Fantasy this week. Oh, uh, what? And I think... I think Destiny and Final Fantasy have have both kind of figured out the same thing, which is like if you're going to tell this story and you're going to try and make the player character important, you go whole hog. You make the player character really freaking important. Yeah. Like you, you focus you, everything around them. How like, do you it, feel it, so it, far? Like I, you were so opposed to trying that game or to playing that game. How do you? How's I'm it going? I'm still feeling it out. I'm. I'm not gonna lie though. I did have a good time with it. <laughs> like I'm still feeling it out. I'm still not sold. I'm still not like completely bought into like the world the way I am at something like World of Warcraft. Like yeah. that's just a world I love. Yeah. And I like being in. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, man. I don't know. Like making it into my first big city and seeing a bunch of adorable little uh, weeboo ass pets running around. And okay, like yeah, damn it, this is charming. Yeah. This is really charming. It's got its hooks, man. No doubt about yeah. it. I didn't think we'd ever get here. I didn't think we'd get to a time. I need to spend more time with it. I, I need to have some time playing with friends before I can really kind of. Kyle was in, in there for a while. Is he still playing? He is. Yeah, I believe okay. he just. I believe he just finished. I believe it's referred to as the 2.0 quest line. I am still learning my terminology. Oh yeah. Um, right. So you finished so, the first, yeah. like the uh, original main quest, the line realm reborn, the realm reborn quest line probably is what he's finished. I believe that is. Yeah. 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 yeah I believe that is what it is. So I, 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 I'm only like level 10. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, I had a good time. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I can't, it's inescapable. I'm yeah. like, fine, fine. I'll go try it. I'll yeah. go try it. I'm on Kyle's <laughs> server. Let's see how it goes. Everybody in our circles are playing it. It's hard to avoid this. You know, listen, I, uh, I avoided Ted Lasso 
Yeah. Loved it. And then you loved it. Yep. <laughs> yep. I looked at World of Warcraft. I was like, I remember being in, when World of Warcraft, I'm like paying for a game. And I realized EverQuest did this before, but yeah. only the real, real nerds yeah. played EverQuest. What, Gar- what Garrett's uh, saying is he'll, he'll initially oppose something, but you can talk, talk him into it is what he's saying. That's what you're And if at. it's good, I am, I am happy to change my opinion. Sure. I, I really am. It's I am just too. A, I am too. Final Fantasy doesn't, it doesn't inherently grab me. Unless your game has tower defense mechanics, forget it. All bets are off. I hate them. But other than that, <laughs> like How I wanted you, it. Kyle, friends? There was a hot, <laughs> there's a hot, there's a hot new game that's out on Game Pass and on PC and consoles. And I forgot the name of it. <sighs> Crap. But anyway, it's, it's a mech. It looked like Diablo mech. I was super into it. The idea, I couldn't wait for it to come out. Graphics are amazing. And then, I played it and I realized, oh, it's this is all about building a base and then defending it from waves of enemies. No, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Rift Breaker, that's it. I don't want to play that. I tried no, it. I, I did. I got mode, in. I gave uh, up. In any game that has it, and honestly, I think uh, Left 4 Dead and Back 4 Blood are, uh, are tower defense light. Like, if you know there's a horde trigger and you got to, like, set up that's before true. you trigger it. That's true. I won't, because I don't have the same blanket hatred of horde mode per se. Like mm. games that throw a bunch of enemies at me. It's it's the, I've set up a tower. We got a wave done. Now I'm going to augment the tower so it can get better. So it's, it's the non-interactivity. I of think it. so. Like I action. wanted to love Halo's, uh, was it ODST or something had a cool mode called, I forgot the name. Anyway, it was oh, basically oh, Horde yes. Yeah, ODST had it. Um, and then oh wait was it odst or was it i might be thinking of gears of war because it had reach oh well, fire team gears yeah of war that's had it horde horde mode halo yeah fire team fire team halo yeah fire i team. thought i thought fire team was cool but it was the in-betweeny stuff like uh orcs must die one two and three are by all accounts my kind of games until i gotta go set shit up i hate that <laughs> i hate it i just want to shoot orcs i just want to get to it so like that's why i think back for blood and, and those kinds of games are fine for me because there's no like phase, you know, there is, there's like player made phasing sort of like where you're like, well, I hurry up and do this because we have a second before we set off these birds or whatever. So I get that, but I just don't like the whole, I don't, I don't have enough wood to make a new, like, I don't want to do that. (laughs) I hate that. A new her, a new her, her. Gotcha. Cool. Good to know. It's also to why know. I, you know I what? too, I too get so mad when I don't have enough wood to build my hoo hoo. Um, I also don't like. That's why I don't like. Uh, well, I don't like you know Fortnite much anyway. But the Fortnite uh, build thing that they just kept in there because they're oh ignore it, ignore dicks. the building. I hate it. But you can't. No the people that win build. They build all sorts of shit so that they don't die. And I it's hate because it. they're better than you, Scott, and they're I better than it. me. I hate it so much. All right. Well, that's it uh, for your emails and for the show today. Uh, reminder, the instance at gmail.com is where to send that thing. We would love it if you did. So keep those coming. The instance at gmail.com. Uh, also, a quick reminder, you can support the show at theinstance.net. Now, we're in the middle of a transition over to uh, Patreon, and that's taken a little bit of time. However, I think next Friday is the day. I think you know what I'm going to do oh, here. Oh. Let's make it Wait, official. Did you just say it's going to take some time, and next Friday is the day? Listen, dear listeners, I'm learning of this at the same time as you. So is you. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say this a little different. We're going to launch it on the first show in November, just to give us a little pad here. So first show in November, that'll be the day that we flip over, and uh, Ooh, we'll, we, I, I like just want to make sure we're all prepped to do it, and that existing supporters don't aren't super confused and all left up on their end. I want to make this easy for everybody. So. So that's what we're going to do. For now, you can still sign up and make uh, yourself uh, known over there at theinstance.net, and uh, we'll keep you informed if anything changes. But I think that should be our, our plan. And again, Garrett is learning of this as we speak. <laughs> uh, co-host stuff. News, news to me. I always like to throw it around, see what else is going on. So Mr. Uh, Hearthstone Mercenaries, what are you doing this, this week? I actually, I kind of bounced off of Hearthstone Mercenaries. <laughs> I did too. I'm done. I'm, I'm back done to Battlegrounds. It. I love that mode. I love Battlegrounds. So very, very Battlegrounds much. is great. It's a legit mode. It's amazing. It's really good. Oh yeah. 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 And if you want, I, I kind of detail like my sort of kind of getting bored with Mercenaries on the latest Angry Chicken. Uh, ridiculous hat, however, still loving it and is crazy. And so uh, Joss also missed Angry Chicken this week. But if you want to go listen to someone that's still like, all in on mercenaries and someone that kind of already got burnt out. Um, that's the latest angry chicken episode for you. I think it's a really good kind of balanced look from two very different perspectives at, uh, the state of, uh, of this, this new mode in Hearthstone. Very um, nice. And other than that, the thing that was the final 
piece of rice or the straw that broke my final, <laughs> the fantasy final back. piece of rice. <laughs> the final. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of what is it? Mulan, a single grain of rice can tip the scale. Oh, um, uh, let's get uh, down to business. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. To defeat the Huns. The Huns. You can't do this. You can't, you, you can't do Mark Hoppus. Hello there. You can't start. You I can't know. bring up. Yeah. You got to do gotta, the whole song. I, I feel you. Anyways. Yeah, the, the part that finally made me cave, and I'm like, all right, let me go give Final Fantasy an honest, honest try, uh, was on Nexus Gaming News this week, which is my new show with Kyle Ferguson, where we cover uh, one major gaming headline of the week. Um, we took a look at the crazy amount of interviews that Yoshi P, the lead developer on Final Fantasy XIV, went and did. Oh, that guy, yeah. He, it's dude insane. did 32 interviews yeah. under embargo Released them all on the same day. Nothing leaked. Amazing stuff, too, came out of that. What? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. How did that happen? I don't know. Anyway, we talked about that. So if you want to learn about that, go listen to Nexus Gaming News. That's the latest episode. And 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 I watched enough of these darn interviews that I was like, oh, it sounds like this guy makes a cool damn game. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like this guy makes a really good MMO. Yeah. I kind of want to. Maybe I need some more hours with it. His interviews are pretty epic uh, and it's really unique and different and just such a fresh breath or fresh breath of air um it, he's he yeah he's uh honestly i think it's that he talks about so many other games it's that philosophy and their rebirthing of that game under such crazy circumstances when it first launched and all of that and its success today uh, that's what blizzard's up against in my opinion it's a philosophy and an overall flushing of what you are and what you think and, and a different way of thinking about MMOs. And that's what that dude's doing. It's really interesting guy. Uh, yeah. you, people should seek that stuff out. Uh, awesome. Uh, go re- check it out. Nexus gaming news, a for more, uh, a reminder that, uh, this is one, just one of a triumvirate of gaming shows here on the frog pants network that I'm involved with. Uh, we hit the big issues and topics here, but if you want like big industry news, general gaming show, that sort of thing, check out Core on Thursday nights. We just put one up last night. That's uh, Core over at frogpants.com slash core. Or if indies are more your jam, on Mondays, I do a show with Brian Dunaway called The Boop Show, which is all about small games, little games, small teams making cool stuff. Uh, that latest uh, game inscription from Devolver Digital is one of the baddest ass, coolest ass things I've ever seen. You got to check that game out. If you like deck builders at all, if you're even remotely interested in something like Slay the Spire and you want to see somebody flip all that shit on its head and do it in a way that just is the craziest damn thing you've ever seen, Inscription. Amazing. It's on Steam. Uh, anyway, we talk about games like that and focus on that. So if you want to know more about these shows, this one included, you. there's a whole URL just for you, frogpantsplays.com. That's frogpantsplays.com for more info. All right. I think that's going to do it. Uh, should have uh, Jocelyn back with us next week. Another big topic to tackle between now and then. I hope you all have a fantastic time and we'll see you then. This show is part of the frog pants network. Get more at frogpants.com.